Hello and welcome to the Football Roundup podcast, the first episode of the Football Roundup podcast. You're joined by me, Jack. And me, Taylor. Um, and first of all, we'd just like to say we really appreciate all the support so far um, with the podcast and especially getting the first episode out. Uh, we really appreciate um, all the following and all the build-up as well. We really do appreciate that. just want to say thank you. Um, we've got an action-packed episode today, don't we, Taylor? We've got a lot of... Um, a lot of, uh, I'd say, quite controversial discussion points that we're going to talk about today. But are you going to kick us off with um, something different before we go uh, and potentially uh, say something we're not really meant to? Yeah, well, as you can see, if you're watching the YouTube video, I'm a City fan, a Manchester City fan, and Jack, well, you've got to feel sorry for him, really. <laughs> Jack's an Arsenal fan. Yeah, it's for you nice. to get to know us a bit better, we're going to kick us off with a two truths, one lie about us and our clubs. So, Jack, do you want to start? Yeah, of course, mate. I'll definitely kick us off. So, I mean, they're all to do with Arsenal and all to do with me surrounded by Arsenal. You know, my beloved, my beloved club. You know, all, all the hard times have been for all to stick by them. So, you know, I mean, you, you, you've only just started, didn't you? Your club's only just... When did your club begin? Your club began in, like... When did it... What, when did 1894, was it? Yeah. No, I think it was, like, 2000... 2000... When, 2014, is that when you, was that when you were created? Yeah, you actually got yeah, some history? Yeah. So the other 13 years when I was putting them just didn't happen. No. <laughs> so it's going to kick off now. Two truths, one lie. So my first one is I have met the one and only Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV. I know, oh. I know, I know. I've met him. He's a great guy. The second one is I've managed to find, I don't know how I managed to do this, but I do, but I managed to find my way into the Arsenal training rooms and medical rooms after a match day. And the third one is when I was younger, I was on the AFTV uh, Young Gunners channel. Oh, now the first one, you've met Robbie from Arsenal Fan TV. Yeah. I can believe that because I've met him too. And I think it was at the same Have place you? you met him. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to count that one as a truth straight away. Okay. And then the Arsenal training ground. Was it the training ground or the changing rooms? Changing rooms. I've been in the city changing rooms, but that was just a tour. Mm. See, mine was after so a match day. Yours after a match day? Yeah. And you've also been, you also think you've been on the Arsenal Fan TV Young Gunners channel? Mm-hmm. I just don't think you can get in after a match day. I'm going to have to say that one's a lie. That one's a lie? Yeah, the middle one. So you're saying, I've met Robbie. That's true. Yeah. And you're saying that I was on the AFT Young Gunners channel? Yeah. I'm afraid, mate, you're wrong. I did manage to find my way into the Arsenal changing rooms what? after a match day. Well, so which one's a lie? The, uh, <laughs> the AFTV one, the um, being on the channel. Wait, I've never been on it, never. Yeah, never been on it. But I'll tell you a story of how I did get into the Arsenal changing rooms. Oh, my, obviously, we, we went to an Arsenal game. It was Arsenal-Southampton where we beat them like 6-1, where Podolski scored a cracking free kick. It's a brilliant game, but it wasn't a great end to the game after after the game we um me and my mate we went outside and they have like these um these blocks of concrete outside the emirates and we were quite young and my mate was jumping across these blocks of concrete and one was a bit too far and he caught his knee like you know like where you bang your knee like the, just that spot where it just absolutely oh, kills yeah, you yeah, yeah. right he caught the corner of the concrete and it's like dug a big chunk out of his leg so luckily but just by being his mate because obviously there's nothing around. We were outside the Emirates. They just took us down to the medical rooms and uh, got to go into the uh, got to go near the changing rooms and into the medical rooms. Saw Carl Jenkinson of all players. So, well, yeah. Lucky for you. 
Yeah, no, brilliant. Yeah, I, I, I weren't injured. I got to go inside the Emirates. But no, yeah. So what are yours, Taylor? Go on, far away. Right, so my first one is, I have been the Manchester City mascot. Ooh. My second one, I was behind the goal that Aguero scored in for the 3-2 QPR moment in 2012. Okay. And then my third one was, every time I've been to Wembley, City have won. Oh. That is tough. That is difficult, that. So how old would you have been when you were when you were a mascot? I was well, it was in 2008. So oh, I would wow. have been six, almost seven. Okay. And what was the last one? You were um every time I've been to Wembley to watch Man City, they've won. City have won. And that sounds stupid. I can't think of a time where City have been to Ah. I'm going to say City. Every single time you've been to Wembley, City have won. I was going to say that's a lie. Yeah, that is a lie. Yes, get I've it. What game did you go I've, to? I've been to watch Wembley at City. No, I've been to watch City at Wembley <laughs> twice. And we've lost both times. Have you? Both I, times I you went? I don't, now I don't go now. Just oh. My bad luck. Mate, I was honestly. there when we lost 3-2 to United in the Community Shield. And then when we lost 1-0 to Wigan in the FA Cup final. Yeah. I mean, I've... I've you know, annoyingly, I've never been to Wembley to watch Arsenal, but the both times I've been to Wembley, I went to watch my local side, Southend United, um, yeah. the Johnsons pay trophy, lost one nil, and then went to watch Leighton Orient in the um, in the uh, what's it the uh, non-league the non-league uh, final day at Wembley where that is like it's like two games on, two cup finals, and lost that as well. So I'm saying, here, mate, both times been to Wembley, must be a curse of both of us, but great. Yeah, now we live it. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, are we going to crack on with our first discussion point, which may um, may annoy a few people, a certain fan yeah. base. I think I'll say it just because I think I should. Go on then, mate. We don't think United have got a chance at winning the Premier League this year. No, I I'd, I'd, can't see it. Me myself personally, obviously as an Arsenal fan, I'd absolutely hate it if Man United do, but I generally think United do not have a chance. Compared to the teams up there, obviously the title race at the moment is compact, isn't it? Obviously, yeah, got... anyone can win it. Exactly, at the moment anyone can win it. But the teams around United, City, for example, City have got a game in hand on United for one, and if you know they win that, they jump United to top. Probably, but I generally, yeah. I generally don't think Ole Gunnar Solskjaer has the. Obviously, we're getting to the we're halfway through the season now. We're getting to the end of it almost. We're well, not the end of it yeah. halfway through. This point in the season is important. And I think, you know, Drew, obviously they drew nil to Liverpool and they did not perform at all. You know, they, they lost... Who did they lose to? They, I mean, they've conceded 25 goals this season compared to City's yeah. 13. So, the leaking goals... It's just because they've scored five more goals than us, but they've conceded about 12 more. So Exactly. Well, I've got, I've got here... Scoring so, more goals doesn't mean... Yeah, they've conceded well. 25 goals to Manchester City's 13. Um, they were beaten by Spurs 6-1. By Spurs 6-1. I think Spurs have more of a shot when, when Spurs obviously were up there. They're no longer there. But, you know, it does show how quickly it can turn around. You know, I thought Spurs had a shot at the title, as much as it pains me to say it. But United there now, I don't think they have the squad to compete. I really don't think they do. You know, they almost, you know, they, they, they should have at least drawn to Fulham last time out if it wasn't for Loftus-Cheek for... You know, missing the target, two great opportunities. Yeah, and if Ariola hadn't given the ball to Cavani to put in the back of the net. Exactly. I think this season United have been 
given, I've been given chances. I've been given the games, been handed the games. I think there's been a lot of, I know a lot of people say it, but I think there's a lot of luck within Man United's performances at the moment. You know, the team yeah, they've got, who, who would you say, who would you say they rely on the most? Who would you say there's, have they got, have they, have they got, have they got like a full, in your opinion, do they have a full 11 of top quality championship winning, have they got championship winning I, players in their side? Definitely not. Definitely not. No. I think it's mainly the defence that's letting them down, to be honest. Mm. They've got the defence they've got. I think the left-backs the left backs are decent. They've got Tellers and they've got Luke Shaw. Yeah. But then in centre-back, they've only got really Maguire and Lindelof, who have been mm. on good form, but they're very inconsistent. And if one of them gets injured, they've got Bailly, who can't stay fit for five games. <laughs> and well, after I mean, that, who are you relying on? You've got... Exactly. I mean, Bruno Fernandes. Jones and Marcus Rojo. And yeah. they're just not they're just not champ Premier League winning centre backs. Exactly. And I always and then right back, Wan Basaka. Who who's his second? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You can't can't think of one. No, you can't. I mean I mean United, obviously Bruno Fernandez, he is he is top quality. He's a brilliant, brilliant yeah, centre back in midfield. Really. You can't you can't put that past him. He is he is world class. But I mean, you know, you can't keep relying on a player to pull you out of bad situations. It's like, do you know that Arsenal team with Robin Van Persie? Scores yeah. 30 goals a season, but we continue to finish fourth, third, because we couldn't build a team around him. You know, Pogba's sort of coming out of his shell now, I feel. You know, he's scored a terrific goal against Fulham. It's only taken him four years. I know. Yeah. I know. It's, it, it, you know, it's, it's finally taken on Sooness's <laughs> criticism and finally <laughs> starting to form. But, yeah, I mean, you know, Rashford, I mean, they've got three, in my opinion, they've got three brilliant players. They've got Rashford, Bruno Fernandes, and where Pogba's starting to finally, you know, get into the swing of things, get into the run of things. They're the three main players they can rely on, but I don't think it'll be enough to push them over the line. I also think they're the they're too attacking. They've got three good players, but they're all in attacking positions. Yeah. If they had a good goalkeeper, which they do have, but then they need almost need a rock in defence, a midfield and a striker. They're missing the defence. Yeah. Exactly. It's, 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 I mean, I can't believe, you know, Harry Maguire. You've got, you know, how much did he cost? 70, was it 80 million, wasn't it? 80 million? 80 million. 80 yeah. million for Harry Maguire. A donkey at the back. You know, yeah, the fridge. What? Yeah, fridge. <laughs> I mean, he turns like a battleship. He does. He turns yeah, like a battleship. Yeah, yeah. He does. He, with, I'm saying this now, with United Harry Maguire at the back, they will not win the league. They need the defence they used to have. They need, you know, they need the team they used to have. If you look at the team Man United used to have, they were quality all over the pitch, mm. weren't they? Well, I think that I think that's got to do with um, United's recruitment, which will also oh, stop them yeah. winning the league. Uh, they've brought in Donny Van der Beek for what? Is he there on work experience? I know. He's just sat there getting yeah. the teas and coffees. What? I do feel bad for Van der Beek. I really do. He's yeah, a quality he's player. A player. He's a quality player. He's fantastic. But what's the point in signing Van der Beek again? It, as you said, it's. I think teams in the Premier League. A lot, of, a lot of the big teams, I mean, we've seen it with Arsenal, you know, even with City at some points, the recruitment, some of the players that the teams have signed, you know, it, it, United need to focus on, I think, when, even when they signed Maguire, it was, it was you know, a ridiculous price tag, you know, 80 million for Henry Maguire from Leicester City. I think, yeah. you know, recruitment-wise, like just... and to push, to, push, to push themselves over the line and get them closer to no, they they are close, but I don't think they're close enough. But then again, you know, the season might 
the season might change, but they need to focus on getting that defence right rather than just focusing on, you know, getting that attack in midfield. Well, personally, in my opinion, might be a bit biased, but the biggest problem stopping United from winning the league, they can't even fix it themselves because it's just City being, Man City being too good. And mm. if we keep winning and we keep playing on the form we're on, yeah. They can't stop us. There's literally nothing no. they can do. You, you, even, honestly, if they, even if they bring in centre-backs to start playing well, yeah, it just won't make a difference. Honestly, it, I don't think. As you said, that's another point. The Man United, first point is Man United simply do not have the team to compete. And the other point is the teams around them. You know, you've got Man City who are just... I've, I mean, obviously you've played like that before, but recently you've been absolutely tearing teams apart. When it looks yeah, like you can't... win. United don't have. Yeah, we've exactly. Got a, we've got a big defence partnership now that's mm. hopefully I mean, going to take us to win the Champions League. I mean, you've got Ruben Diaz, who's just absolutely astonishing. You know, you know, he's a fantastic player. And you've got, yeah. you know, it's just Man John City. Stones, who's coming into form. Oh, yeah, John Stones has been fantastic as well. You know, when John Stones and Ruben Diaz have played together, they've played 11 games together with one mm. ten, drawn one, and we've only conceded one goal. Really? Well, that's what yeah. I mean. You know, that's the difference. And when you compare that City side to the United side, I think although United are in the top four and are potentially in the top three, top two, they're not going to win the title when you've got a team like City having a game in hand behind you and they're just, you know, chopping at your heels. Do you know, it, 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 how many points are you behind? If you win, you go two points in front, one point in front, I think it is. No, one point, one point one, in front. One point in front. So, and if you continue that that form you're in, if you continue that winning a form that you're in, you'll just, you'll just keep going, keep going. And I'm sure Man United will slip up at one point. You know, they have to. I mean, they've got, they've got us, they've got Arsenal in a couple of weeks' time. Mm. So that's their first sort of, I mean, they've had, they've had a nice run of games, United. So, I mean, having Arsenal in a couple of weeks' time, I, I think we could beat them. You know, in the next couple of weeks, when we're on the podcast again, I may be, uh, I may be being stupid as we've just been beaten 3 0 to United. But I, I generally think that we have a chance of beating United. And I think anyone can have a chance of beating United because of the defence. You know? Yeah, on it. And what, what they also don't have that City do have is that squad depth. Yeah. They've got players upon players. Like, our second team could even be could even finish top half in the table, to be honest. Yeah, and bringing in Ruben Diaz that's transformed the club. I think Diaz, I think he's done the exact same what Van Dijk has done at Liverpool. Yeah, just because he's not as well known and the price tag wasn't as high. No, no one's speaking about it as much. No, he's been he has been brilliant, Ruben Diaz. Yeah, um, I think he's heavily underrated, and he's yeah. only twenty three. Exactly. I mean, it's a, it's a great point. I mean, you know, obviously Van Dyke's out at the moment, isn't he? He's out at the moment, obviously, because of his ACL. But since he's been out, we've seen Ruben Diaz as a, you know, a, probably one of the best Premier defenders apart from Van Dyke. And when Van Dyke isn't there, you know, he's, Ruben Absolutely. Diaz really has, he's, he's shone, he's, he's, he's proven, you know, how he compares to the likes of Van Dyke. And I think he's very, very close. I think he really can compete for that. You know that that top defender status, but I mean that that brings us on to our next our next point. Um, we're going to discuss our under or overrated players. I mean, Ruben Diaz is a great example, isn't it? He's 
you know, yeah, in I, my opinion, he's heavily yeah, underrated. I, I think he's underrated. I think he's underrated massively. I think he's fantastic. He, he doesn't like get people, enough. Go on, sorry. I feel like people are starting to see just how good he is. I feel like over the next few weeks, if he carries on playing how he is, people will start realizing this guy's a real deal. Yeah, no, I think so too. I, I, I think he's, 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 he's starting to prove his worth and his ability. And since Van Dyke has been out, no defender has performed better than Ruben Diaz has. Or, you know, hasn't been, you know, he's, he's in the spotlight at the moment, Ruben Diaz. He's, he's performed admirably in recent, yeah. in recent games. So I think he's heavily underrated. He's, but, I mean, that underrated status, I think, you know, moving on to our next... On to our next um, discussion point on underrated or overrated players. What do you think about Mikel Antonio? Because I, I think he has a shot at the England squad in the Euros. Mikel Antonio. I think I agree with you there. I think I don't know if he'll be, I don't know if he'll be a starter for the England no, squad. Impact. But I feel like he could definitely have a call up, sit on the bench. If yeah. we need a goal in the last 10, 20 minutes, mm. bring him on. He's a physical striker. He'll rattle the defences. And he's quick, so yeah, yeah. on his day, he could he's, easily get us a goal. He's strong, you know, he's, he's powerful. As you said, he's quick. Um, he's, he's like a raging boy. He just chases everything. He's, you know, he's, yeah. he's, he's a quality player. Um, but as you said, I don't think he'll start, but I think he's an impact player. If he goes, if he, if he goes to the Euros, you know, and he comes off the bench, I reckon he could make a huge impact to that England squad. I mean, he scored five in 11 games in the Premier League so far. You know, it, it's not a bad stat at all. You know? But yeah, it's for West Ham as well. If you put him in a better squad, he performs yeah, better. Exactly. It's like um, it's like the Grealish scenario, isn't it? If you know yeah. bringing Grealish out of Aston Villa, he may be yeah. you know, a better player. So I mean, yeah, if I mean, you ask me, I think if Grealish came to City in the summer or whenever, mm. I think Grealish would be better than Bruno Fernandez. I'm just gonna say, it. I, oh. I just think he is. <laughs> Christ. I think Grealish is as good you as think? the likes of De Bruyne and Fernandez. Just, but mm. people look at the stats as well. But his stats won't be as good as how he actually is. Yeah, because who he plays for. I think if he came into a better side with better players around him, his stats could almost double. Like, oh, that is a, that is a shout. That is a big call. See, right. Speaking of English youngsters, yeah, I've got one for you. Go on then. Ruben Loftus Cheek. What? What do you think? Ah, personally, I think he's underrated. But you think Ruben Loftus Cheek is, is underrated? Yeah. See, I don't know. I think he's. It's, I mean, he had two great chances against United the other night. I mean, you can't base, you know, you can't base a player off of a performance. He had two great chances and fluffed his lines. Um, I'm really not. I'm really not sure about that. What? What's the reasons for you thinking that he's underrated? Uh, well, at one point he was starting for Chelsea. Mm. He's been in the England squad. I yeah. just, I, I just like him. I think he's got the build similar to Pogba. I think. Right. Yeah. And he's also quite consistent. Like, obviously, he didn't score those chances against United. But no. The last few games, De Bruyne's missed chances. He could have easily put mm. in. And that's not a midfielder's job at the end of the no. day. It's to run the midfield. Yeah. And I just think. Him and Adam, him and Luckman, even are just yeah. helping. They're the ones that are keeping Fulham up at this Pushing point. Pushing Fulham forward. Yeah. I mean, seeing that now. Yeah. I mean, but then you could say he's 
he's just a player from the past now. You know, he's, he's at Fulham now, online from Chelsea. But that may be because, you know, Chelsea may bring him back. In, you know, I, having think back, should, I, think, yeah. I think Chelsea should bring him back. I mean, bring him back in either January or obviously he'll go back in the summer. But he's, he's on loan, isn't he? I think so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he's on loan. I mean, if they bring him back in the summer or even this January, it's come to the end of the window. But with the midfield that Chelsea do have, Ruben, Loft- Ruben Loftus-Cheek could make a significant impact. You know, I mean, Chelsea, they shipped off, you know, they shipped off Barkley as well, who I think is underrated. That was a mistake. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Thinking about that now, I, I can agree, you know, he's an underrated player. He should be given a shot in that Chelsea in that Chelsea midfield. I think he should definitely be given a go, maybe instead of Kovacic. Yeah, I mean just, just no harm in trying him, I guess. Not at all. But no, I can see, yeah, he's how old is he? he's still young, you know, so he still has the ability to, you know, reach the you know, reach the ability that yeah, he needs I don't to become a top player. The ability he can do at Fulham, I think no. he needs to go back to Chelsea, learn under all the good players there, mm. and then turn into the best player he can. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's, yeah, that's, that's actually a player actually I had to think about. You know, it, it, but yeah, moving on anyway to my next player, I've got now. In my opinion, you know, a lot of Arsenal fans, a lot of Arsenal fans think he should have stayed at the Emirates, but I think it was. I think it was over before we could even, you know, discuss oh. it. Emmy Martinez, Emmy Martinez, going to Aston Villa. I don't think it was. I don't think even think it was Arsenal's. You know, I I don't even think Arsenal did the wrong thing to move him on. I think he's getting more time at Villa. He's performing admirably. I mean, he's got eight clean sheets this season. Yeah, to compared to most in the Premier League, compared to Edison's eleven. So, yeah. I think. In my opinion, he's massively underrated. It is a shame that we let him go, Arsenal. But I don't think he would have got the game, the game time compared, you know, the game time that he wanted. I think the, the main reason he did leave was because he wanted to be a first-team player, you know. But at Arsenal, with Leno in goal, I don't think there was much of a choice. I think it was... I think it was... Um, the decision was made quite early on to let him go after yeah. the cup final because next season he just wouldn't be you know he performed how much of a good, he showed how much of a good player he was in the semi-final and the cup final so it's a shame that we let him go but in my opinion he's, he's massively underrated he's a fantastic goalkeeper yeah well you've pretty much said everything there but yeah <laughs> I, I think he I have to agree with you I think he's really underrated yeah I mean he's, he's crucial to Aston Miller's defence isn't he yeah you know He's a reason for why they're doing so well. He's got decent centre-backs in front of him, but he's yeah. made lots of saves that have kept Aston Villa in games. Yeah. I think it was right for him to leave Arsenal. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I think he deserves, he deserves at least um, a first-team play every Premier League game. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. So I think it's the right decision he made, but it is a shame that we left him go because, you know, we let him go because he's, he's a fantastic goalkeeper, but, you know, you know, he's performing well now. So, you know, I'm happy that he is finally getting some first-team football elsewhere. Yeah, I've got one for you. There's a City player now. Oh. There's a lot of split decision, opinions. Oh, my God. There's a lot of um, <laughs> split opinions on him. What do you think about Riyad Mahrez? Oh, that's tough. I think, he's, I, think he's, I think he's great. I think he's a great player, Riyad Mahrez. I think he's a lot better than people make him out to be. Yeah, so do I. I mean, he's sort of overshadowed, isn't he, by Sterling in a way. Well, we'll find, out, we'll find out in a bit. Yeah. So, 
But I think ah uh, yeah, I really like Mares. Yeah, I think I've... he's clinical, he's direct, mm. he goes towards goal. Yeah, I mean, I just you know, like him. cut inside on that left foot. I mean, it showed it at yeah. Leicester what he can do. And he, I mean, he's proved it at C as well. He has proved it. Yeah, the way I see it, everyone, he's definitely worth the sixty million we bought him for. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And every everyone knows he's going to cut in on his left, but he still gets what he still gets done. What he needs to do, yeah. Even when he's cutting in on his left, he's I know he's not. At, I know he's not at the level as as um, Iron Robin, but he's sort of that similar player, isn't he? You know, driving, yeah, always on his left, pushing towards goal. You can't stop him. Yeah, like pushing towards goal, like driving, like. Mm. You know, either left or right, and then just cutting in on that left, and just you know, he scores some terrific goals. He's a great player, and I think I have to agree with you. I think he is underrated. I think I think he's a, I think he's a fantastic player. Yeah, all the Africans on Facebook will agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> so my next player, now in my opinion, this one obviously we've said a lot of a lot of players that are underrated, but my next yeah. one is massively overrated. I think. Oh. On my list here, I have. Adama Traore of Wolverhampton Wanderers. What 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 are your opinions on him then? I can kind of see both sides to be honest, but I feel like if I had to pick one, he would be overrated. He's not. I think I'm right in saying this. He's not got a single goal or assist this no, season he, in the Premier League. He, he's got. I mean, he's got. In all competitions, he's only got two goal contributions in twenty games. As a, for a forward player, yeah, that's not what you want to be here. I mean, he starts pretty much every Premier League game. Obviously, obviously, when he's on the, he's injured, or he's kept on the bench. He, he started, you know, twenty games in all, twenty games in all competitions, and only two goal contributions, and he's bigged up massively by Wolves fans. Yeah, literally like, as well. He's, he's he's one of the you know best, oh, one of the best wings in the, you know best wings in the league, but with two goal contributions in all comps. In my opinion, he's massively overrated. He's a, he's a good addition to the all side. He's strong. He's powerful. But yeah, I just feel like, I feel like he went back to playing right wing back. And yeah. Instead of right mid right wing, I feel he'd, he'd be good again. Yeah, he's, 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 I just he's, don't think he's good enough. He's not. He's not good enough at shooting to be that high up the pitch. No, he's not an attacker. He, he's, his presence in defence, his strength. You know, you know, yeah. his, his power. I'm sure he'd be great where he used to play. But yeah, as I an attacker, like he'd probably get more goals if he came on as a super sub. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, will. bringing him on when the defense is getting tired and him just powering yeah. through them. I mean, not on, more goals. I mean, not on FIFA. I, I'm, you know, on alt with him, I bring him on and he, he does the job. So <laughs> yeah. maybe Wolves need to take take note on that. <laughs> but yeah, in my opinion, he's he's yeah he's overrated. I think. Right, I've got an overrated player. Oh, okay. From what I've heard, you think he's underrated. What do you think about Raheem Sterling? <sighs> Sterling, I. I think it's, it's it's tough because it's a bit he's a bit on and off, isn't he, Sterling? Yeah, that's what that's one of the reasons. Yeah, I think he's overrated. If you if you if you want to be that good and to yeah. the level he's praised at, you can't be on and off. You've got to be on all the time. On all the time. It's tough. It, it really is. He's he's a great player. He's a great you know yeah. Englishman. He's he's a brilliant player. But yeah, I mean, I think I have to agree. Overrated. Yeah, Raheem Sterling. I feel like it's, his problem is when he has time on the ball. I know all my family agree with me on this because yeah. they say it every time we see him play. But <laughs> when when we're attacking, quick, fast pace, he's mm. not got a lot of time to think. He's got to go off instincts. That's yeah. when he's playing his best. 
Mm. When as City do a lot, when we're passing the ball around, taking our time, and yeah. you've got time to think because the defence is sat back. Mm. That's when he loses the ball every single time. He gets scared to take people on. Yeah. And then he just loses the ball way too much. And he misses so many chances. The penalty. Yeah. Oh my god, oh, yeah. Man. So many penalties he's missed. I don't know why he stepped up to take it, but no. it just hit the target. Like <laughs> No, I, I have to agree. Free kick he scored the next game. Imagine the goal twelve yards in front of him. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But no, I have to agree. I have to agree. Raheem Sterling, overrated. Um, mm. So that's that section done. The overrated or underrated section. I think we covered a lot of ground there. Um, maybe you know annoyed a few people, but you know doesn't matter. That's what we do. I mean. <laughs> yeah. Now our next point. I think a lot of people will agree. Um, We'll have a, a well. It's going around at the moment. It's quite. It's quite a, a hot topic at the moment. It's is Lampard's time at Chelsea over? Is it up? Is his time up at Chelsea? Yeah, it's got to be. He's you an think? overrated manager. <laughs> there you go, overrated manager. There you go. It's just but, the, yeah. It's just the fact he's like now he's nine points behind Leicester. Mm. That that's just not good enough for a, a Chelsea team with the players they've got. Yeah. The fact he brought in six or seven new signings mm. in the summer was just ridiculous. Yeah, I think it's I mean, a lack of experience, really, that's letting him down. I feel like in a few years' time, if he was to go somewhere else for a few years, come back to Chelsea, yeah, I think he'd do all right. I think he just needs some experience. I think I agree there. I think it was a bit too early for Lampard to come back to Chelsea. No, he, he done brilliantly at Derby. Um, yeah, but he was know, only he, there for, what, a year? Yeah, I mean, you know, it was brilliant there, but I think it was just a bit too, a bit too early for him to come back uh, to London. But you know, he's I'm on my notes here. You know, he's lost six, he's lost six already this season, it's and with the players he's got, yeah, 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 I know. I mean, but you know, he's, he's lost six season. You know, I mean, Arteta, I think he's lost, it's seven. I think Arteta. I think it's eight now. It's eight. Yeah, he's lost. So I mean. Arteta and Lampard are in a similar area. The only difference is between Lampard and Arteta's side is that <laughs> this stat is mental. Oh, man. Werner has um, only four goals in the Premier League this season. Havertz has one goal and three assists, right? And that's for a combination of £123.3 million. Wow, I know. Again. So, I mean, you know, Werner with four goals this season, yeah, you know, for the amount of money he cost, and Havertz as well. Havertz was a ridiculous amount of money, and I think it was like 70 million pounds for Havertz. And he's got one goal and three assists this season. Can, that's, I think, that's the main Frank Lampard, or is that the players? Or is that that's, the, players that's the point? That's the thing. I think with Chelsea this season, I don't think it's down to Frank, I don't think it is down to Frank Lampard. I think it's down to the group of players that he has. I think the recruitment again is splashing the cash, and he brought in a he brought in a whole new Chelsea team, a whole new Chelsea yeah. team. He had I a new player. A, I think that's a problem, though. Yeah, he had, he had a new player in pretty much every single position. That he had a new team. I said at the start of the season. I said at the start of the season. He has a, he brought in he's brought in all these players who need to gel straight away to then kick off. And you know, with the players that he's got, the team that he's got should be competing for a top four space, even the title. You no, know, Werner, Havertz, apps, you know, brilliant players. You know, 
and then they come to London, they come to England, and because the team around them isn't gelling, it, it it's just falling apart. They're not contributing to, you know, to goals or I mean, you know, they only score four goals. Yeah, is, of his stature, pathetic, to be honest. But I also feel like Lampard could have managed the team a lot better. He puts out a completely different mm. eleven every week. Yeah, and I feel like if he was more experienced, he'd put the same team out for a few run for a few games on a run. Just mm. so they all get to know each other. They all get to know how each other play. Yeah. But how are you going to get to know how each other play if you're playing with different players every single week? Like, against um, Leicester, they played... The midfield was Mount, Kovacic and Ziyech. Yeah. Three attacking players. There's no yeah. wonder they lost 2-0. Like, if it, if it, <laughs> <laughs> I think but, he, he doesn't know how to manage the players he's got. And I feel like that, again, comes with experience that he just yeah. doesn't have. No. I mean, he, he, he brought in... It's true, you know. You go from Derby to this from this Championship side, going to Chelsea, where you have all these facilities, all this money to spend. It must be such a shock. It must be such a change as a manager to go yeah. from a one extreme to the other. So, but I think it will be so wrong, so wrong if they do sack Lampard. Well, I feel like it, a lot of it has to do with the board, to be honest. Yeah, like. They're the ones at the end of the day that brought in the players. They're the ones that put them on him. Again, Lampard coming from Derby to Chelsea obviously had the transfer ban to start with. Yeah, we didn't have the money to bring in all the players, and that's when he was playing well. Yeah, and it's almost like they've given him too much energy, too much boost, too much of a mm. like inflow of players. I think too so, much pressure as well. Yeah, to, yeah. Like think about the beginning of the season. It was, oh, look who Chelsea have signed now. Look who they've signed yeah. now. They're going to win the league. They're going yeah. to do this. They're going to exactly. do that. And as a manager that's only had, what, like one year experience, two years experience before that, mm. it's just too much. Yeah. But as you said, it's it's the board. And I'm afraid yeah. it's, the, it's the Chelsea way, isn't it? Exactly. I don't, I'm not sure if he really should be sacked. I think he should be given a little bit more time. But Chelsea mm. by impact managers to win trophies and if he's not doing that I don't think he'll be around much longer no it's a shame you know Chelsea legend you know you you brought him into you know at the wrong time as well for Chelsea I think bringing Lampard in wrong manager wrong you know wrong place for, it, 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 you know it's just the wrong time I think to bring Lampard in it was the wrong time yeah let Lampard develop as a manager bring someone out some, keep someone in to stabilise Chelsea as a football club Keep maybe, him have him as, maybe have him as the new manager's assistant, just so he's still there. I mean, he almost... Yeah. It's, it's, it's like Arteta. He didn't go straight into management. He learned yeah, it all he... from, you know, learned yeah, all from yeah. Pep at City. So, and now he's at Arsenal, and obviously we're not doing brilliantly. I mean, our current form is better. We revived our season. But, yeah. I mean, we haven't splashed the cash like Chelsea have, so there's not yeah. much pressure on us. Obviously, we bought Partey, but... You know, we haven't got the, we, we just haven't got that pressure. I mean, of having to, having to try and get performances out of 123 million pounds of players. So I also feel like what's keeping Lampard in the job is his connection to Chelsea. Yeah, I think all the fans are wanting him in, the, wanting mm. him in the club, which That's... Arteta doesn't have at Arsenal. So he's got to perform more to stay in the club. Yeah, obviously the Arsenal fans like Arteta, but. It's nothing like how Chelsea fans see Lampard. No, exactly. And, and that's why like that's I think... One of the big things keeping him in the club as well. If he was... Mm. If Arteta was managing Chelsea, I feel like he would have gone 
weeks I, ago. Yeah, a bit longer. Yeah, a bit earlier on. But he, um, it, it is just a shame. It's a shame if he does go. And I think what you said there, you hit the nail on the head. The only reason why he's in the job is because of his status at Chelsea, which will make it even worse if he does get sacked because of yeah. his status at Chelsea. So, you know, Chelsea football club, Chelsea's a football club, have got a, a big issue on their hands here. Um, and it needs to change quickly, I think, you know. I think they need to bite the bullet and just get rid mm. of him, to be honest. I think give him time. Give him time. I don't think it's right to let him go. Um, it's not right to let him go just yet. You know, he hasn't had enough time at Chelsea to prove what sort of a manager he is. He's going through a rough, a rough time at the moment. But if Chelsea hang on and, you know, keep face keep faith in a, a Chelsea legend, then I think they'll come out all right. I think I they'll feel be like okay. he could be a good manager, just not yet. Yeah. So we'll see, I guess. Yeah. So obviously we've discussed um, Manchester United and Chelsea. Now it's time to discuss our Leicester. Our, our, <laughs> our Leicester have Leicester, sorry, re- replaced Arsenal in the big six. Do you think they have? Do you think Leicester have climbed above Arsenal? Have, have kicked Arsenal out of the top six of the top I'm big not six clubs? Certain they have yet, but I feel like by the end of this season, I feel like the modern day big six, mm. Leicester will have replaced Arsenal. Right. I feel like you can't really mm. replace Arsenal in the big six just because of the almost the financial power they've got, which is why they end up on TV a lot, which is mm. why a lot of fans support them. But if you're looking on football performances, mm. I think Leicester are doing better. I think Leicester have consistently performed for a few years. See, I don't know. I think it's tough. I think I have to stick with my loyalties to Arsenal. Yeah, I thought so. I, yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think we're still... I know it may be deluded, but we're still a big side and I still see us in the top big six. I think we're one of... You know, as Arsenal was a football club, we're one of the biggest in the world. If you're basing it off performances, then... Yeah, at the moment, we're nowhere near. But I think as a club, you know, even when we're in our rough patches, we still win trophies. You know, yeah, won the FA Cup last FA year. Cup, you know, yeah. Beat a Chelsea side who were performing at the time. So we won at Wembley. We beat City in the semi-final. You know, your boys. True, still remember that? Then you lose was in the league. So Yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Still won a trophy though, don't we? So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you know, as, as a club, I think Arsenal are still in the big six. I think we still have a lot to compete for. I think I, I've said it, I've said this for people before. I said the only reason why we're in the position we are in now is because of this rough start we had. If we if we played, if we played, you know, at the beginning of the season like we are now, I think we'd be up there. I think we'd be competing. Yeah, but to be fair, we had a rough start. Yeah, exactly. That's we what I mean. That's what I mean. You know, we lost to Leicester 5-2. We drew to West Brom. We drew to Leeds. Yeah. Like, I mean, look at Liverpool. We're pretty much first if we win our next game. Yeah, that's what I mean. I mean, it, any, anything can happen at any time. It's Liverpool. Look at Liverpool now. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Liverpool lost lost to Burnley last night, 1-0. You know... Yeah, anything can happen this season. Anything can happen this season. I think this season's really weird. Obviously, if everything, everything's going on around the world at the moment, and obviously, um, in the United Kingdom, you know, obviously, it's just... Everything's sort of coming together and it's just making a really, really odd season. No team is really performing 
the way they should no, be. We're not going to reach the points totals that have been reached the past three seasons. No, oh, no. 199, 98. Mm. The amount of games lost this season. But I like it. Yeah, so do I. I like it, to be fair. I like you know, how close it is. The fact that Arsenal are sitting in 10th place, but still, with half the season left to go, still have a shot at potentially getting top six. Yeah, you're only seven points behind fourth place, which sounds like a lot, but, but it's, Liverpool it's not. are in fourth and the way they're going. Yeah, I know. With the performances that are, you know, the results that are coming out of games at the moment, you know, any team, any team below the top six still have a chance. A huge chance. But I won't say huge chance, but I mean well, I mean the way things are going, Liverpool losing to Burnley. You've got a huge chance to get in the top four. I doubt you'll make it to the top four, to be honest. No, I don't even think Europa League, but you could climb a yeah. few places. If Everton and West Ham, I can't see them keeping their form up the whole season. So if they drop, then it's only Chelsea, Southampton and Arsenal mm. behind them. So yeah. you could climb up a few places, but I don't think you're reaching Europa, Europa League and Champions mm. League this season. I think it'd be tough. Leicester are. Huh? <laughs> Whereas Leicester are. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I and think... I just think Leicester have got a really good team. They're really mm. well managed. They've got a good recruitment. Yeah. They've, I just, I like Leicester as a club. They've got lots of young players. Arsenal have a few good players. Like they're relying on the likes of Saka and Emil Smith Rowe currently, who are two yeah. cracking players. But Leicester, they've got a lot of young players as well that people don't realise. Like, Ndidi, heavily underrated. He's mm. only 24. Sionchu had a good season last season. I haven't yeah. seen much from this season. He's 24. Yeah, that Fafana, who's performing out of his skin, he's 20. Mm. Harvey Barnes, 23. Tielemans, 23. Madison, 24. Yeah, they're all, all these players that all know how each other play, they all know mm. what they're doing. And they, if they stay a team, maybe bring in a couple players by the time they're all 28, 29, they could be up there winning Premier Leagues, knowing how each I think Leicester mm. can go far. I think to debate that. Leicester over Arsenal with the big six. I think it's too early. This Arsenal team's growing. It's evolving. Yeah. You know, we're coming, you've got players coming out of the ranks, you know, Hayland graduates, you said Smith Rowe, Saka, um, and obviously Martinelli, you know, brilliant player. You know, we've got young, young talent as yeah, well. Martinelli. I, I think he's brilliant. It's such a shame that he's you know, just a bit injury prone. It's just a bit, it's mm. so frustrating for Arsenal fans. Fantastic player. But, you know, we've still got this evolving young squad it's growing squad on our, under Arteta it's a new Arsenal team we're almost recreating our image in a way of what Arsenal used to be I think next season is the season where we'll be able to decide that whether yeah, Leicester yeah. have think, kicked yeah, Arsenal definitely. out yeah it, it will be a shame it'd be a huge shame if we're <laughs> if we can't compete anymore but with the way things are going and the way we're building as a side I think I don't think we're out of it just yet I think Leicester have a... the form you're on now with four wins out of five, is it? Yeah, four out of five. I feel yeah. like you'll stay in the top six, but if you have another season like you're having now with only the same amount of wins as losses, you've got eight wins and eight losses. Yeah. And just because sometimes you're playing good football doesn't mean you're getting the results. Like over this season, Leicester have only had three less shots than you, mm. but they've also had 600 less passes. So. Yeah. Just because you're playing good football, passing it around, doesn't necessarily mean you're getting the goals. I mean, Vardy's got 11 goals. Lacazette's only got seven. Yeah, it's true. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, I think it's too early to call. Um, but as you said, ne- oh, as, 
as you said, it's too early. But next season, I think, is the season where we'll see where yeah, Arsenal and Leicester compare to one another. If Leicester finish a good three or four places above Arsenal next season, mm. I feel like the modern-day top six will be United, City, Leicester, Tottenham. Mm. Don't, 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 don't say that word. Don't say Spurs. Don't say it. Don't say it. Honestly, I was so scared. I was so scared that they would have had a shot at the title this season. I mean, they're in a cup final this year. I mean, yeah, I yeah, they're not beating us in the cup final. No, no, please, please do us all a favour. Please do us all a favour. It's our cup. We've won it what the past three years. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Don't fuck up now. Yeah, but yeah, I think yeah, as you said, next season I think we'll have we'll. uh, We'll see when we're sort of all of out of this the situation we're all in at the moment. I think um, we'll finally see, and when fans are back as well, don't forget fans, True. massive impact. So I can't wait to be back in the stadium. Oh, oh don't I miss it so much? Don't I miss? I, I can't explain how much I missed it. Like I was lucky enough to go watch some a few non-league games this year when when we were allowed to. Yeah, and even that was brilliant, just to be you know watching some live football. You know, it it, it you know it, it's such a shame, but. Fingers crossed, Touchwood next year. Um, we'll be I back. Miss it, I miss it so much. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sad. <sighs> anyway, so those were the three discussion points. I think, you know, that was good, nice conversation about how bad Arsenal are and uh, how good Leicester are. Um, but next, uh, we'll go on to our, <laughs> on to our um, predictions for the upcoming, the upcoming games. Yeah, so the way we're going to do this is... Every week, me and Jack are going to predict the week's fixtures that are coming up. And we'll have a leaderboard between us two, where it is. If we get the right score, we get five points. Mm. And if we get the right outcome, so say I said City will win 3-1, but they only win 2-0. So obviously, City have both won, we'll get two, we'll get two points. Mm. And we'll build it up throughout the season. And we'll see who wins. See who wins. See who wins. This would be, be nice. This would be a... I think, yeah. I think an I've, interesting I've got you here. An interesting competition. So, should we kick it off then? So, I've got my predictions on a piece of paper here. Yeah, go on. So, first game, Aston Villa Newcastle. So, obviously, Aston Villa play uh, twice in the space of a week because uh, yeah, they've got, got several got, games to catch up. Yeah, I've got to catch up. But Aston Villa, I've said Aston Villa three, Newcastle one. That's what. Oh, I've, I've gone three 0 you're three so nil. Martinez, I think he's keeping another clean sheet. Yeah, that's a big shout. Yeah. That's a close I, one. I think Newcastle have it in them. I think we we sort of turned them over last week, so they have a chance to bounce back. And I think they'll they'll net against Villa, but I think Villa will just take it over them. I think. But so, I'm hoping for a Jack Grealish masterclass. Of, <laughs> yeah. So City snatch City signing. So City him snatch him up. Yeah. Yeah. But um, next game, big game. This actually for West Ham. I've gone with Palace 1, West Ham 0. Really? Yeah, I've gone for Palace to beat West Ham. Nah. I, I've gone the complete opposite way. I've gone Have for Crystal Palace to score 1, but West Ham to score 3. I think it's going to be 3-1 West Ham. 3-1 West Ham, really? Away? Away? I, I, I don't know, I just, I just had a vision. You had a vision, had a dream. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that is a big call, but I just think... You know what West Ham are like... You know, they're like, you know, yeah, you know doing what Crystal well. Palace are like. Could go either way. I know, that's the thing. But I've gone with Palace. I've, I've gone with Palace. But uh, next game, Newcastle play again. They play Leeds. I've gone with 1-0 to Newcastle. 
One up to Newcastle. Yeah. I think based on the fact that Newcastle played a few days before. Yeah. And the way Leeds play, I mean, mm. I don't agree with the way Leeds play, but no, they're, they're quick in how they play. And I don't think Newcastle will have the legs to keep up with it. So uh, I've gone 2-1 Leeds. 2-1 Leeds. It's a goal for yeah. Newcastle, but Leeds to do it. So we're not agreeing much, are we? We're not agreeing on the well, that's good. result. That's good. It's good, yeah. It's Competition. Better than having the same score for everyone. Yeah. Right, right next game. Big game for Arsenal. We've got Southampton. Bear in mind, we've got Southampton in the cup as well. Yeah. So Southampton nil, Arsenal two. On two nil Arsenal. Right. Don't you dare. Uh, I don't don't know you how dare. Happy you'll be with mine. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone for Southampton two, Arsenal one. Oh, we lose to Southampton. Yeah. It is a tough game. It I will mean, they're ahead of you in the league. Yeah, I know. And they've, and they've played a game less. Mm. But I think the form we're in, I think... The form you're in could take you over, we, to be fair, but... I hope we beat them. I knew you'd have them to win, so I just wanted to see what you'd react to that. Yeah. I mean, I can I can see both sides, but I'm an Arsenal fan. You know what we're like. Yeah, you've I'm got an Arsenal 2 win. Yeah. A bit like how I'm going to back myself in this one. Yeah, I mean, I've backed you all the way. I've gone West, West Brom... West Brom versus City. What have you got? I've gone West Brom nil, Man City 5. I've, I've got, got the same. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I can just see it high scoring. I can see just absolutely turning them over. That's all right. So that's a certain. It's definitely five now. Yeah, certainly five now. It's going to happen. Nice. I'll take that. Yeah. <laughs> That'll put us what? Seven plus five. That'll put us 12 goal difference ahead of United. There you go then. See? See United? See? see? It's not happening. It's not happening, United. You're yeah. not it. So it's next game. Out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so next game is Burnley nil, Aston Villa two. I have gone for a nil-nil draw. Nil-nil draw. The fact Aston Villa have played a few days before again, Burnley have got to be mm. confident from the Liverpool game. Mm. See, I'd, I don't know why it is. I just, it's just going to be a nil-nil. Be a nil-nil. Boring nil-nil game. I, I, I can see it. To be honest, I can see it. But next game. Now this is quite this is quite a difficult one. This one, Chelsea mm. versus Wolves. What have you gone with? I have. I, I don't know why I've done this, but. I've gone for Wolves to beat Chelsea 3-1. Wolves to beat Chelsea 3-1. Yep. Oh, I've gone with 1-1. I Now I'm looking at it. Actually, I've backed Wolves. I really like Pedro Neto. I think he's oh, a he's class, class player. He's brilliant. Podence, I just think they're really good. I yeah. like Neves. I think he's cracking. Yeah. On a Cody in defence. They've got a good team, Wolves. I don't know why they do. They have a really good team. They've, yeah, I don't know they what's happened. They be doing better than what they're doing yeah. They're brilliant. They're a brilliant side. I just don't know what's happened to them. Maybe Adam Traore's form can't be based on how yeah, Jimenez, he's Jimenez out. Yeah. yeah. I think Jimenez was a big blow to them, to be honest. Yeah, he's a crucial player to that side. It is such a shame. Um, but yeah, I don't know what's happened, but we'll have to see. I think it'll be 1-1. I think it'll be a close game. But next game, bit of a bit of a, I'd say, bit of a boring one. Um, yeah. Brighton versus Fulham. What have you gone with? 1-0. One or oh, get it out of the way. <laughs> I've gone two one Brighton. I think they'll do Fulham. Um, next one, quite quite a big game in um, the race for the top four. Everton versus Leicester. What have you gone with? Fact, it's a big game. I've gone for three two Leicester. I want to see Ooh. a high scoring. I want I want to see lots of goals. I want to see quick pace football. See, um, I've gone with two one to Everton. Two one to Everton. Yeah, I think they'll turn them over. I think I think they'll just. Just have the 
just have it over, I think. Who's scoring the winner then? It's 1 0, 89th minute. Who's scoring the winner for Everton? Um, Mina. Yerry Mina's going to come Yerry up. Yerry Mina, head yeah. from a corner. Yeah, from a corner. No. So you remember that? Remember, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Yep, I'm sure. I'm sure about that. Yerry Mina's going to score. Right. Now, Man United, Sheffield United. Um, I don't want to say this. Neither do I, really. <laughs> I've gone for United to win 4 0. 4 0? Yeah, yeah. See, I've, yeah. I've, I've not gone with that. Oh, really? I'm going to. The thing is, uh, I can see Sheffield beating I United. To, um... I personally think I could see Sheffield winning like 1 0, 2 1. But. Well, is that, is that what you've that. gone with? I've gone with 2 1 to Sheffield United. Yeah. Mm. I was thinking it, but then. I don't know. I, mean, I also just had I had another one of my visions. I just yeah. saw Cavani scoring twice. I mean, so Bruno. I after that, it's going to be done. Bruno Fernandez turns up against teams like teams like Sheffield United. No yeah, disrespect to Sheffield United. Against the big teams, does he? United. Fans? I know he don't. He don't. Six games, one goal, no assists, and the one yeah. goal was a penalty. So, I know. It's pretty yeah. Overrated. There you go. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's class, Bruno. But yeah, as you said, you know, I. He, he hasn't he hasn't performed against the bigger side, so he might come out against Sheffield and absolutely tear him to bits. But yeah, and then Sheffield he's United in the world again. Yeah, but... <laughs> exactly. I might you know two one Sheffield United. Um, this one I've sort of betrayed my the, oh. my red side of North London. I've gone well. I've gone four 0 to United, so you can't get much worse. No, I've gone Spurs one Liverpool nil. Oh, bear in mind, got... yeah. Bear in mind that Liverpool aren't scoring and they're conceding. I should have thought of that, yeah. But I've gone for a two-all draw. Two-all draw? Mm. Ooh. See, I think it just Spurs... seems like a game that's got two-all written all over it. Uh, just sort Spurs of a... against Liverpool. Yeah. It just does. I don't know. That's tough. But, right. yeah, Spurs won. I think Spurs won Liverpool nil, I think. I think Spurs have it over them. Spurs are playing, it's horrible to say it, but they're playing some nice football. You know, they've got some quite human son and Harry Kane are just tearing the league apart. Do you think you they'll know? break the record of the most um, combined like goals and assists to each other in a season? Probably, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I could say they won't, but, I could, you know, I'm going to say they will. I think, I think they, it's just a brilliant pairing. Mourinho, when, you, when Mourinho came in, I would not think they'd be playing the way they are, but he's got these two. He's got these two players playing, like Harry Kane has, you know, eyes in the back of his head. He can play passes to yeah. human son. Like I think that's made him like well proper. Like oh, he's one of the yeah, strikers. Well class. Obviously he was, yeah. but I feel like now he's stuck his name up there. He's he's a complete striker now. Yeah, he can score. Like everyone knows he can score, but I mean yeah. some of his passing's insane. It's but... just the partnership they've got. I remember seeing it. The first time this season, mm. we were sat in Box Park, which is like where they show TV games on a big screen. Yeah, and it was when they drew three all to West Ham, West Ham. Yeah, but obviously they were winning, and the way Son and Kane were linking up was amazing. I remember someone sat a few chairs down from me. Yeah, they had that bet on. You know the one that went viral, the Son to assist Kane and Kane to assist Son. Mm. It was at like 66 to 1 and he won like 300 pounds from it. And I was like, you want to put yeah. it on every week, really, the way they're playing. Yeah, you would. It was, it was amazing to watch. And then Lanzini scored 
best goal of the season. And that that was one of my that was honestly one of the best days of my life watching oh, that goal going. Honestly, that one of the best days of your life. Yeah, one of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Going back to the beginning of the episode, the best day of my life was probably the Aguero free two QPR. Yeah. So yeah. So that was oh, the truth, amazing. wasn't it? That mm, was the truth. Yeah, that was the truth. Yeah. yeah. I was sat behind the goal he scored in. on the first tier as well. So I was right there watching. Yeah. Oh, oh I've wow. got all the videos on my my BlackBerry from like two <laughs> from like yeah. nine years ago. <laughs> God. So I mean, Should we wrap it up there. Yeah, that means yeah, we're sort of done. We're sort of done. Yeah. So. so from both of us really thank you for watching the first episode of the football roundup um if you're watching this on youtube um don't forget to like and also subscribe and if you want if you're listening to us on spotify thank you for um for clicking on our on our uh, yeah. podcast channel uh, don't forget to just give us a follow um so you know when we uh release um a new podcast um and hopefully same time next week there'll be episode two down so i uh, just want to say thank you very much um, and we'll see you next week.